You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, we are talking about the Champions League final. We are recapping the game and mostly Alfonso Davies' Instagram. Okay, that's uh-huh. what, that is what is important right now. Hey, the most important man in Canada followed him. We got to talk about it. And it's not who you think. Plus, we talked to forward Madison's huge forward, Wojciech Wojciech. We talk about a lot, including why is a bottle of Hennessy so important? That and more today on the Cooligans! What's up, guys? Landon Donovan here, and I got to kick it with the Cooligans today. Keep following, keep listening, keep watching. See you guys soon. Yell Charlie Davies, not Charlie, Jesus, <laughs> Alfonso Davies, Ben Davies, every Davies, <laughs> the whole Davies family got to be doing the stanky leg right now. <laughs> what is good? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. And I'm Alexis Davies. No, I'm Alexis <laughs> Guerreros. Okay. We are all, uh, we are all Alfonso Davies. They said you could be whatever you want when you grow up. I chose Alfonso Davies. <laughs> yes, even though he is uh, a teenager and you yeah. are a fully grown adult man. I don't know what you're talking about. He is at least two years my senior. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. Yes, uh, we are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedian. That hosts yeah. the funniest soccer show that you have ever witnessed. Yeah, we better be. Because if not, what else are you watching, bro? Because <laughs> we're not just that. We also happen to be the gulliest. Look at that. It's a twofer. All right. <laughs> we're always on sale, baby. It's like Macy's. <laughs> so look, Remember uh, Macy's? <laughs> oh, you you talking about the before times? Oh, yeah. I don't know. BC Retail? before COVID? <laughs> uh, yes, we got to talk about the Champions League final. It, uh, it happened uh, over the weekend, this uh, this Sunday. Uh, Bayern Munich against PSG. Alexis predicted that Paris Saint-Germain. Munich would win 1-0. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, the streak continues. <laughs> I'm a hundred for a hundred. <laughs> uh, Alexis, uh, yes, he may or may not have predicted that PSG was going to win uh, that uh-huh. game easily, apparently. And no, they did right. not. They lost 1-0 after a goal from Kingsley Coman. Uh, Just and- as everyone expected. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the, the Oracle was right. You know? <laughs> we also What's the most probable thing to happen? <laughs> oh, yeah. Kingsley Coleman is going to score the only goal yes. when it's Bayern Munich versus PSG. Everyone assumed it was going to be an absolute slaughter, just like attack versus attack. No one defending. Apparently, both clubs switched it up a little bit. No, no. This was a pitcher's duel. Okay? Yeah, dude. They uh, look. Uh, look, the main things from this game, I, I think Bayern was was unbelievable. This this not only this uh Season throughout Bundesliga, uh, Champions League. Apparently, so, once they got uh, fu- once they fired their coach, once they got flicking, bruh, they flicked. 
the they switch <laughs> and turned it on. Okay. Are you still listening? I am so sorry for that. <laughs> uh, yes, like Drake's song. Uh, I just, I just uh, wait, hit the switch or flip the switch. Yeah, he, it was flip the switch, but he flicked the switch. <laughs> he flicked in the this switch. Situ- okay, in this situation. Right. This is the remix, everybody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and speaking of Drake, how, look, we got all these gifts from from the Champions League final and and from Al- Alfonso Davies is uh, you know do, being on TikTok and. It, 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 I'm happy He's on for- multiple social media platforms. It's a, I feel like this is all because of the women's national team. They changed the game. Because okay. now when somebody wins a major award in soccer, the first thing you got to do is you got to hit the gram and see what's <laughs> happening on them stories. <laughs> yeah, dude, it is. Uh, he not only has he been entertaining on social media, but he's also backed it up on the pitch. So it can't be like nobody can be like, oh, he, oh, Alfonso Davies, you know, that he's always on TikTok. He's you know, distracted. Distracted. Not Apparently, no. he's got a lot of extra time. <laughs> he's goody. Okay, I think TikTok is his focus, and soccer is his hobby. All right, and he is really good at both. <laughs> but no. The, well, a cool thing for Alvando Davies was uh, after while he was celebrating uh, the the Champions League uh, final victory. I mean, the, the kid is what nineteen years old, uh, a, a Canadian superstar. He is his value has absolutely skyrocketed, yeah. and he gets a follow. From, from the sh- Justin Trudeau, right? Because that's <laughs> that's what used to happen, right? You would win, you would get a phone call from the president or something, <laughs> right? So who who could it possibly be in Canada that means as much as a phone call from Obama would have been <laughs> a few years ago? Christian? Uh Champagne Poppy himself. Wow, uh, Drake! <laughs> Drake. Drizzy gives a follow to his fellow uh uh Canadian. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alfonso Davies and Alfonso Davies. I mean, let's let's be honest. He is celebrating the follow from Drake more than the Champions League final. He yes, won Eddie. two finals <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> okay. as far as he's concerned. And how he ranks them is probably <laughs> Champions League second, if I'm going to be completely honest. Because, wow, he reacts. He's like, day's done. I'm good. Shut it all down. It's like, yeah. fam. Fam, you just won the hardest w- to trophy to it, win besides the World Cup. I mean, and it's interesting, right? Because the, especially given his age and, you know, like we all, I, you know, I was listening. When I first heard Drake, I was, what, 26, 25 or whatever. Like, right. I, I, I'm like, all right, this, this dude is dope. I like his music. This is a new rapper. And then I didn't expect him to become who he became, but cool. Yeah, but for a Alfonso- Canadian child actor <laughs> who's half Jewish become the greatest rapper of all time. No one, including no one. Drake. <laughs> Your homie, I bet you if he went to a tarot card reader, he's like, I want to be the greatest rapper. They're going to be like, look, I know none of this is real, but fam, you need to, you need to tamper your expectations just a little bit. How about you signed? How about you get signed first? And he, and the fact that, but for Alfonso Davies, who is much younger than we are. Yes. You, so for, younger for, than for, you. For me specifically, yeah. yes. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so old. Uh, yeah. but, <laughs> him and I kind of hung out a lot as kids. But, but for him, that, this is a, a somebody in his, age, his, in his era, you know, this is like if Biggie or Tupac followed us on Instagram. If, all- <laughs> if my mother would have won some sewing championship, because she's really good at sewing, right? And then... <laughs> 
Julio Iglesias followed her, <laughs> my mother would have gone ballistic. Bro, she would have been punching the women <laughs> next to her in the face who if lost. My, if my mom got followed by Jose Jose, oh my she would have. <laughs> if my aunt would have gotten followed by Cuatro Cuarenta, <laughs> she would have been doing wrestling moves on people. Okay? <laughs> okay. If, if, if my cousin got followed by Anthony Santos. Wow. Right? <laughs> Things would have been nuts. Okay? If my neighbor got followed by Hector Lavoe, <laughs> it would have been burning. They would have been burning down the city of so Newark. This was huge. I mean, yo, I mean, we could talk about the you know tactics of Champions League yeah. final. This was the highlight. Drake following uh, this is big. Alfonso Davies. It was tremendous. I bet you Drake didn't even know he won the championship. He was just like, I think I'm going to follow this dude. I heard he's good. Oh, he won the Champions League? I wonder what that is. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nah, yo, yo, Drake knows soccer, right? We've seen him. He supports, uh, I believe, every single soccer team that gives him a jersey. Yeah, uh, I said this. I said if by the time I wake up that Tim Hortons has a name to donut after uh, Alfonso Davies, <laughs> they're not allowed in the U.N. anymore, bro. Bro, yeah, the dude, he deserves respect, you know? Uh, uh, and, and, yeah, a trip to, uh, I don't know what the White House equivalent is uh, in Canada, but whatever it is. Uh, it, maybe yeah. it's just a Tim Hortons. Uh, maybe it's just a, a tr- big bottle of syrup. uh, all right look uh again make sure to stick around because we will have a voicek voicek uh of ford madison fc uh right after this next break all right so uh let's talk about before we get into the the you know usl league one let's talk about uh mls uh this weekend there were a bunch of uh matches a bunch of rivalry matches happened (laughs) you know everything (laughs) is fine no alexis major league soccer soccer happened okay okay uh, the a, a bunch of great games. Uh, a couple things to, to to highlight that that stood out for us. One, uh, DC United, uh, Kevin Paredes, Dominican player. First thing uh, we should talk about. hundred percent. Obviously, look, this is what everyone is expecting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, got his got his first start. Uh, so I I know that is equally important to everyone as it is to me. Right. Um, Impressive. Uh, also, number two, uh, Michael Chang. <laughs> uh, Guano scored his first goal in MLS for yeah. RSL. Yeah, really, really cool. I mean, he, he has a, a great story playing in USL for a long time. Yep. Uh, playing for the uh, Charleston Battery, the the, the Cuban uh, Development Academy. A hundred percent. That's <laughs> listen. It's it's really just like when you think about. The innovation of putting your <laughs> development academy in a country where you're not even really allowed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, so uh, cool stories. And then let, let's talk about a couple of the uh, games themselves. Uh, I think we should probably start with the, the, the final match of the weekend, which was Portland against Seattle, which was a could have been it, I, I, it could have been a strong start for the Timbers, uh, but. Uh, after a goal from uh, Chris uh, Duvall was uh, w- was taken back or due to an offside, but it was like a rocket that he got past Stefan Fry. It, yeah. it, it might have been Chris Duvall's greatest goal ever. That that never was. You know, he wasn't even sure when it went in. He was like, <laughs> "Did I hit that? That was amazing." But you feel bad because it looked like it was going to be a nil nil draw for most of the match, and then yeah. something happened after the 60th minute where <laughs> I mean, Seattle just turned it on, and the the Raul Rui Diaz just can change a game. In yeah. a split second, you make any mistake near him, his eyes are only for the goal, you know? Yeah, and it was, uh, I, I forgot who, I think it was Joven Jones that may have crossed the ball, but Rui Diaz, uh, 
uh, flicks it towards the goal after the cross, uh, gets in front of, I believe, uh, Bill Tuiloma, who played it as well as you can play it. That's he what ran, you're supposed to do. He ran, he's like, I know that cross is coming here. Yeah. I'm going to be there. And then he's not getting this ball past me. Yeah. And uh, Rui Diaz found a way. And then, I mean, the the it was just so unfortunate after defending for so long. But the ball hits the crossbar, hit, then hits uh, uh, Steve Clark, and then bounces in. Uh, and if sucks. you look at Steve Clark, he's just like, what's going on? Because even during <laughs> MLS's back, he had a couple sort of like big mistakes that luckily didn't affect uh, obviously their opportunity to win. But yeah. this one, I mean, he just looks like, like no one talked to him after the match. <laughs> he, he wasn't even sad. He was just like disappointed, you know? Yeah, it was, it was frustrating. But then after, I, I, I think something happened after that, like to give up the goal that way, I think kind of, made it made the timbers lose focus and then uh, but i also think it was the thing of like the timbers having to shift into like all right now we need to send everyone forward everyone spread out a little bit more and for Rui diaz all he needs is half an inch of space extra to find a a chance to score a goal and he does less than 10 minutes later you know what i mean (laughs) and then immediately after that kevin leardom scores so it's just like it was like right when you got your first when they landed the first hook, yeah. the other boxer was like, oh, maybe I should start to defend against it. And then, bam, bam, <laughs> like two more. And they're like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah they were definitely, they were seeing uh, seeing stars. I, look, Seattle, uh, th- those last couple minutes, they, they played uh, incredibly well. I, I did not, from the, the first 60 minutes, I did not think uh, the, the, the Sounders would win that game. So no. it, was, it, it was generally uh, pretty impressive. And Jordan Moore, Morris was uh, incredible as well. Like, yeah, they, they just they, don't give up, which is I, impressive. I, I was seeing the the um, there was like a uh, he did it. Morris did probably a little too much a couple times, but there was like a a, a great flick that he did uh, to to Rui Diaz that didn't end up in a goal. But I was just like uh, M- Matt Doyle uh, shared this video, but I was like. Okay, this uh, I think I think Jordan Morris is listening to all the trash that Alexis is talking about him. Yeah. From Whoa, like four, all right, relax. Like four, that was years ago. Yeah. From like four years ago, yeah. he's like he keeps repeating it. And he's like he's like I'm gonna add a couple new tricks to my arsenal. Uh, By the so way, we've was, said flick more this episode than ever before. Uh, the word flick yeah, is the word of the Hansi day. Flick. Okay, yeah. we're huge fans. Um, uh, so the the other game I wanted to talk about real quick was RSL against uh, Colorado. Because uh, another Rocky, what is it? Rocky the, Mountain Rocky Cup. Mountain Cup. Um, yeah. But this was a game. Sounds like Col- a country music song, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, Colorado was up one nil, <laughs> up one nil, and and lose this game four four one, which yeah. is just again, it's just one of those. Again, that's how you everyone assumed <laughs> it was gonna happen. But the goal from Damian Krylock was unreal. Uh, it, we're, we're, we're seeing How a is couple the of th- sound of it hitting the goal harder than the sound of it coming off his foot? I it love, just makes no sense. MLS has the best mic'd nets in the league. They said they have as many mics as they used to have fans in the States. Everything is mic'd up. <laughs> okay. They are, they're interviewing the net after the game. How yeah. do you feel about that goal? They're like, you know what? We're going to do soccer and ASMR at the same time. We're going to figure this out. Uh, he he blasted it. I, look, it, it's just I love seeing these. We're, just a couple, uh, um, just you know, we're we're just a couple games back into the season starting, but the the players seem to be very much in form. It very feels very much feels like the MLS is back. Tournament was a good preseason for the regular season. Literally. Yeah, it seems you know like I mean? the MLS is back. Helped MLS get back. <laughs> which was pretty dope. In fact, okay. we, got, we got more about soccer. In fact, we're going to have our interview <laughs> with your forward, Madison forward, Wojciech Wojciech, right after this. 
Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to bring with a word from one of our sponsors, Oz and you. That's right. You being Gully Squad. Thank <laughs> you, you right so- now. Listening. <laughs> you, all of you, yes, you've, uh, uh, you've contributed to this marketing campaign. That's right. Thank you so much. <laughs> and if you're listening and you're not in Gully Squad, I'm not going to say it's not thanks to you. I think you already know that. But you can. This can be thanks to you. All you got to do is join Gully Squad. It's mad simple. You know it, what I mean? Because what yeah. happens is you join Gully Squad, and guess what happens? We show up at your house. We say, we don't care about the quarantine you know what I mean <laughs> we show up at your house and we say yo thank you and then that's it we leave it's very odd <laughs> yeah yeah. We, we break lockdown rules uh, that's how committed to you we are uh-huh. right? <laughs> you, where, where you live in Europe be there in a few hours my guy <laughs> okay yo Boris open up the borders <laughs> yo Latvia alright <laughs> I might have to use points but we gonna get there <laughs> okay we're I've uh, we're Unbrexiting right now. <laughs> I yo, we right. decided. <laughs> we here. What's good? Is this Europe or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, uh, join Gully Squad. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, awesome. Uh, Perks and privileges. Obviously, we have a. a I like a, the hesitation you put on perks, man. <laughs> Even I was like, "Ooh, what do we got?" <laughs> we got you can uh, obviously the the, the the our Slack channel, uh, our birthday parties, it, dope Zoom Zoom hangouts. Uh, it, it has it has it all. So yeah, and pins and and pop sockets and you know uh, cool stuff. It's just one of those things like, yo, you're supporting us. Uh, it doesn't matter the level. You're gonna get some dope perks. You're gonna get a chance at exclusive content. You're gonna get a chance to hang out chat with us and yo like the slack channel it's almost like just a big group chat there's like people sharing food to do on the road once we get back on the road people sharing pictures of the food they're cooking while they're on quarantine people sharing pictures of pizza and i'm roasting it we do other stuff than food don't we christian (laughs) (laughs) yeah a little bit i mean look there's uh, people sharing uh, music that they enjoy it's it's its own community of of soccer fans that uh appreciate comedy and appreciate other things in life that they can uh share with each other uh and it's really growing into something that's that's organic that is not really about christian and alexis and it's beautiful to see so i know it's bothering me it should constantly be about us but also they get a chance to to be a part of the show when we have guests we ask them what questions should we ask when we say those are gully squad questions yo those are questions directly from that slack channel from gully squad so if you're a member of the gully squad and you're not in the slack channel get on that what are you doing there's not a lot of you there's like a few of you that haven't like there's a few there's almost like i think maybe Thirty or forty people that are not in the Slack channel. It's that- what a handful of people! Come on, <laughs> get in here, get in there. Uh, so yeah, again, go to soccercooligans.com, click on the Join Gully Squad button, and uh, and get on board, man, because you're missing out. Hell yeah, soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad. Hi, right, baby, we're back, and this is exciting. I mean, you know, we got a chance to meet this dude uh, when we were hosting a financial emporium. So I don't know, really. Which I, yeah, I can yeah. look. I know cool. you're watching this, and you're just as shocked as we are. When okay. we were asked to host this event, we're like, "Do you know who we are? And have you heard us speak before?" <laughs> okay, the uh, Cooligans Financial ad- ad- Advisement Firm. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we start, that's what we started. I just kept no. yelling, "Sell!" and they're like. 
dude, we're not even talking about stocks. I was like, I said sell, damn it. Uh, but this dude, absolutely amazing. At that time, he was playing for Hartford Athletic, but now he is the forward for your forward, Madison. And it's funny that I say that twice because his name is going to sound like I'm saying it twice. <laughs> but it's not, I promise you. Uh, he plays alongside, if you look at their website, a pink flamingo. I'm not making that up. Listen, as one of the forwards. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only. Put your hands together unless you're driving for Wojciech Wojciech. Did I pronounce that correctly? You got that right. 100%. You got it right. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. This is great. This Dude, is awesome. Uh, yeah, we, we like uh, Alexis had mentioned. We met you at uh, at a, a at Johnny uh, Barajo's uh, like uh, I guess his new endeavor. And Johnny Barajo uh, pl- played in NASL. He's played in MLS. Uh, uh, he's been on the podcast before, so that's how right. we got introduced to, uh, to him. And then when we met you, you were at you were just one of the 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 soccer players that were like was interested in like preparing for their future financially. Right. So. So, uh, you know, and then getting to know you a bit more and, and following you and watching you play, I'm like, all right, this dude is a, he's a, he's a big man. Okay. Yeah. As, <laughs> as Jamaicans would say, uh, you're a big, big forward and uh, you're an absolute baller. So I, I, I want to start with, uh, let's just, let's start with Ford Madison. You, uh, you uh, left uh, Hartford uh, to, to, to play for Ford Madison and Ford Madison are like right now, one of the hottest clubs in the country. Uh, I mean, They're that's like a just, SoundCloud rapper, you know, is about to blow up you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, they got a lot of buzz man the, the, the album is dropping soon <laughs> there's so much anticipation for yeah, it. Right? so what how is it uh, uh playing for the club and especially a, a club that has like such a a strong online presence it's it's been really great i mean i'm from chicago so so being close to home is is great and and i heard a lot of great stuff about the club uh when I was playing still at Hartford and they're like, you guys are saying a relatively new club. It's our second, second year in the league. So uh, it's, there's just a lot of, uh, of hype and a lot of excitement around what, what, what the club is doing here, especially since uh, we're so closely knitted together with the community here. It's, 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 it's been really, uh, it's been, it's been great to, to be a part of the club, to be able to play in front of all, well, we haven't been really able to play in front of every, everyone in Madison because of, yeah the COVID situation, but, uh, overall it's been, it's been a very pleasant experience. I'm very happy here. How does it feel playing for a club like Ford Madison that, you know, very different from some of the club, like you've played for Cosmos in a moment, which have like a name because of, uh, a, you know, a really significant past and, and what they mean for American soccer Ford Madison is like, unlike any other club in the sense that they're almost like a brand. It's like a, it's like a, a hyped up social media account that also plays soccer. It's like incredible <laughs> just how well they are connecting to the fans and to the community. What's that like representing that? It's gotta be dramatically different than what you've experienced in the past. Yeah, it's 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 funny because when I, when I first came here, obviously you know every supporter section or you know all the fans that are that that, that are in, involved with with supporting the club, like they genuinely like the club. But here it's like on steroids, and I think it's just from the <laughs> fact that like from the from its core foundation, F- Forward Madison has made it very clear that they want to be hand in hand with the community. And it's, it's been very evident from at least my first days at the club that, it, that it's been like that. And I think a couple of the jerseys, I think one of the ones, the away kits that we have, the white and pink one, they've, they've like made it, they, they've got every season ticket holder's name on there. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen that. They, they, they're, they're very involved with like the, with all the supporter sections. So it's, it's just really cool. And like we had guys, we had people come out to Omaha to the game. Yes. Yes. Last night. And then we had guys like in, 
preseason come out to St. Louis. They're everywhere. Literally, they're everywhere. The yeah, flock yeah. is everywhere. They're everywhere. So you can't <laughs> get awesome. away from these guys. It's awesome. So it's <laughs> like cool. I said, it's just a very, very cool experience. And uh, like I said, I'm very happy to be here at Ford Madison. All right. Yeah. And I'm curious, just because you have played in in USL for a while and just in, in lower league professional soccer. And the we we should at least talk a little bit about the just a general feeling. I don't know. You know, I'm not asking you necessarily to comment from a political standpoint, but the fact that you are playing USL matches and there are fans at games when people some people are very against it. Some people are trying to avoid it entirely. What as a player, what's it like? kind of is that something you even think about or you just kind of just focused on the game yeah I, you know with the whole bubble and everything all the return to play protocols it's been it's been different uh, and maybe a little bit difficult at times because there's just just procedures on procedures like yeah. uh you know they're ever they're doing everything to make sure that you know we're staying safe and, and the fans that come to the games are staying safe as well and um at times it may seem like a little bit ridiculous, but at the same time, like we are all going through this, so we have to be safe. And, and yeah. it's, uh, so it, it, it really hasn't affected me in terms of like the playing per se, but other than like, you know, wearing the masks inside the locker room when you're getting ready, like that's the only awkward part. Cause you're like, you want, you walk into the locker room and you're like, the first thing you have to do is like be conscious of your distance between your teammates or like, you know, bringing it into a huddle is like not a kind of yeah. awkward, you know, you're not really like elbows in like what's going on here. Yeah. You know, everybody we walking in a huddle, together? six feet, six feet yeah. away. Yeah, no, huddle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just literally was one of my teammates. It's funny. One of my teammates, because uh, our athletic trainer obviously has to be like very, uh, Proactive, well, cautious. He has to be proactive about the whole situation, yeah, right? So, yeah. anytime we're at training, like six feet, like if we're if we arrive to training, we get screened for the temperatures, we get the hand sanitizer, we're on our way to the to to the benches to get put our put our boots on. This and all you hear is Mike in the back, six feet, six feet. <laughs> and one of our one of our teammates is. <laughs> You know that episode with Dwight Schrute in the office yeah. when, he, when he starts the fire? What's yes. the procedure? What's the procedure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you hear Gustavo in the back when you might go six feet. When you just look at Gustavo and Gustavo be like, what's the procedure? You have to make it a, a – a, you kind of have to be light about the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. It's a very yeah. rough time that we're going through, but – Obviously, comedy helps everything. So yeah, if you can't um, laugh about some things, it's just going to weigh so heavy on you. Yeah, exactly, you well exactly, exactly. So we kind of have fun with it, but we're also being very safe. Okay, yeah, that's important. And look, at the very least, there is someone uh, nagging you about it to be responsible because <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you're yeah. not. Yeah, <laughs> it's, every day. Uh, I can't imagine uh, you know soccer players you know being trying to be the most responsible people in the world i don't think that's really their priority <laughs> especially when they're we trained just to run play. towards we each other just, right? just pass me the ball let me bang it in the net that's all i want to do uh, it's like we're, we're battling we go to training and we're going into tackles or slide tackling all this stuff and like after like we're literally just training like we're going into 100 like tackles and now we have to like put the mask on procedures what's the yeah. procedure all right, all right. <laughs> we are here with forward madison striker Wojciech. Wojcik. 
Uh, all right, yeah. I, I, every single time, it's like a uh, a test that I'm passing. Yeah. It sounds like you're correcting yourself <laughs> when you get to the last thing. That's what it sounds like. It's like, oh no, Christian, you, uh, I have a stutter. That's all. That's what I need. Uh, no, no, man, dude. So I, I do want to talk about real quick about the, that time that we did meet. Right, we met at that kind mm-hmm. of like financial advisement uh, uh, kind of seminar, um, and I, I'm curious because uh, you know playing in the USL and and the fact that you were there and and trying to be proactive about like i know i'm not going to be playing uh forever uh what is the, i wish i could you can't, I, can't yeah. play forever <laughs> what yeah. is the the what is the kind of the mentality of a of a, a a player who plays in in the united states plays in lower league trying to hopefully make it to first division in in mls or or, or play overseas or whatever what's sort of the mentality of like what I'm, what my career is going to look like, or what my sort of options are. Right, I, a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, for me, the the best way I go about it is, you know, you you don't, you're only given today. So whether that's training or whether that's the game, you know, you have to give everything that you have that day to be able to prepare yourself. Uh, for the game that day or to be able to win a spot and and a lot of a lot of that has to come down to you know competing every day and, and making sure you're preparing the right way to be able to do what you want to do and uh, it's it's no secret that lower level American soccer is is uh, a little bit different than for instance MLS or or uh, any other uh, higher league out there but uh, the quality of the of the of the games and the quality of the players and and the structure of the leagues and the games, obviously minus the whole 2020 COVID situation, is 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 good and the standard is great. So um, it's 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 a grind for sure, uh, a little bit different because it is lower level and and uh, and the the turnarounds are a little bit quicker and stuff like that. But overall, I mean, it's. I get to do what I, what I love to do. And, and if you told me uh, as a kid growing up when I was, you know, seven or eight years old that, you know, you would be doing what you love to do and living out your dream, I would have, I would have taken it a hundred percent. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very fortunate and blessed to be uh, doing what I love to do. Uh, and it's, it's, it's just been, it's been great. It's been awesome. I, I literally, I literally get paid to, to play soccer. It's, yeah. it's great. It's awesome. When- when you look at how, you know, especially with the level of quality that there tends to be in the USL and in some of the lower leagues, a great opportunity for that is the U.S. Open Cup. It's a great opportunity for you guys to show your skills. It's a great opportunity for some of the, the bigger clubs to even get a chance to take a look at you. That's for the first time in, a, in ever. It's not happening this year. Um, how much of that is a hit to a, a club like Forward Madison, which uses these moments to really shine? Right. I mean, it, it's it's good because you get to play, obviously, teams from championship or if you've moved past that, you get to play teams from MLS. So anytime you get to go toe to toe with those teams, it's it's great competition. It's great games. But for us players, it's opportunities to be able to show ourselves uh, and, you know, not being able to have that this year is is going to hurt a little bit. But, you know, at the same time, we still got games to play and, and uh, the structure is different because last year, I believe in the in this league, it was top four that went to the playoffs, but now it's just a straight race to, to the first and second that get a, a final, a spot in the final. Um, so it's, it's different, but it's still very exciting. And, and, and I don't know if you guys uh, saw this on, I think Bleacher Report posted this 
maybe like yesterday or something like that. But like you take a look at a guy like Alfonso Davies, right? I mean, literally two years ago, three years ago, yeah. he was playing for Vancouver. So uh, the, the 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 stepping stones or the ladder, the, the I guess the the pyramid to go up, or if you were if you're looking for setting goals, it's it's there. Like if you're if you're willing to put in the work and 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 you're successful in doing so, you can go places. And, and Alfonso Davies isn't the one. I mean, he is the one exception because he's playing for Bayern Munich, right? But like, there's <laughs> been so many players that have been that have come up through the system that there is potential here to grow, and and that's also the very the, the, the exciting part about playing in, in this league and the championship in USL in general is that people are watching and there's a lot of exposure. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I read something. I, I forgot who posted it. Um, uh, I, yeah, I forgot exactly who posted it. I do want to give them credit. But they, they mentioned something about how in American soccer, especially with, with MLS bringing up players from USL, that because of like the salary structure and the weight and cap hits or whatever, that – that they tend to bring in foreign players more more likely than uh, uh, than than bringing up a player from USL because of financially sort of how it works. Is there uh, any uh, feeling or at least maybe conversations where like uh, where you're ever sort of in that mix about possibly going somewhere uh, to to going to MLS or going to a higher level team, but then business sort of gets in the way. Like, have you ever been a part of anything like that? Yeah, it's it's difficult, right? Because you you wanna looking at it from like a like a manager's perspective or or, or like a or like a recruitment perspective, bringing players in, right? Like you look at a you look at guys that are coming fresh out of colleges, going into these clubs, not having the experiences like let's say a guy that was playing for you know growing up playing for Chivas Academy or something like that, and then maybe getting a couple first team appearances, so. The I think in that sense maybe it's maybe it favors the player that grew up playing for a first team academy uh, yeah. and then maybe getting a couple a couple couple a uh, couple calls with the first team but things are changing here as well like there's so many guys that are on homegrown we have a couple guys from the fire here that signed uh, homegrown contracts with the first team and are and are on loan with us so uh, I think the way that they're restructuring everything in terms of top down. And being able to move up has 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 significantly changed in the in the last couple of years, and even so, the academy as well. And I think it's changing uh, a lot to to be able to favor the home the, the American player trying to trying to make it. You know, sure. What do you ever get like some uh, younger players that are coming to you and asking you for advice? Uh, in particular, right now, it seems to be a big question on if you are young, what do you do? Do you try to grind it out here, or do you possibly try your hand overseas? You played overseas for a bit. What are you, what would you, what's your advice to a younger player and what are your thoughts? It's tough now because I remember when I was growing up, obviously Europe was always an option, but like for me, uh, I I grew up playing for a local Polish club in Chicago, uh, and I ended up working my way into into the Fire Academy and, and starting out as a developmental player and then and then signing on as a full team uh, academy player, uh, and then I eventually made my way to college, but I think, you know, now it's it's it, it kind of depends on what each player wants to do you know if if they want to go play and do the whole college soccer thing and get a good education and then see where to go from there i think that's a great option as well although now things are changing with you know you're not going to get as many quality players not necessarily in college because the option to go pro at an earlier age is available now um 
it's it, honestly, it just depends on the person, what they want and, and what they're willing to, to sacrifice for it. And, and whether that's going to Europe, you know, that you, things work out like that as well. I mean, you, Christian Pulisic, he went over there for, at a young age and, and did his thing. And, um, but I, I think either way you go, as long as we, that you're happy with the decision that you make is, is going to work out for you eventually. And, and, you know, I don't regret anything I did because look, I'm very fortunate and blessed to be able to still do what I like to do. Uh, and, and it does work out and it does, uh, it does, it does manifest itself in different ways. It's just sometimes you plan for things that you don't go like they do because it is soccer and the soccer in- industry is, is for lack of better terms, cutthroat. Yeah. Um, so it, it does get tough, but, but at the end of the day, your game speaks for itself and you want to be able to put yourself in the best position to develop as a player when you're young and, and to be put into situations where you can keep developing and keep growing and keep learning and keep getting better. I was just going to say, as, as a soccer fan, that, that's one thing I don't really consider, the, the soccer player being happy. No, it's not important. Think, you know, <laughs> it's about what I want to cheer for on a Saturday. Uh, what, we actually have a group called Gully Squad. They're our supporters. I know you're used to supporters, right? These are our supporters. They, they, and we have some, some, some of the flock are in Gully yeah. Squad as well, yeah. And we're socially distancing from them as well. They send us emails, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but one of the questions we had, and we do have some questions from some, uh, some flock and and some uh, Hartford Athletic fans. But this one comes from a Jason Aumprasuth. I hope I said that correctly. I feel like I didn't. (laughs) How did I get your name right, not his? I don't know. Uh, But he said, uh, this would probably be super random, but... was your Were you named after a bear that fought in World War II? It was a bear named Wojciech that fought in World War II. Is that where your name is from? I mean, that's the first I hear of it, but <laughs> it, it's it, it, it very well could be true. I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yes. we, we should at least we yes. we we spoke off air. We, we need to like elaborate on this. Uh, How about, did this even come to? I don't. It's it's, it's as random for us as it is for you. And that's uh, why I said that first part. This will probably be right. super random. Yeah, it is. It is. Jason. Apparently, we'll share the video with you. Apparently, there is a uh, a, a a Polish. I guess it's a Polish war hero. Is that what it is? I I, I didn't watch the full video, but it's uh, so. But we should talk about your name uh, a, a little bit because. It is, I think, for I would say for probably a lot of Americans, it's like it could be like, oh, you know, obviously pronunciation, but it, it's obviously clearly Polish. But what was what's it like growing up with that name? I Although mean, in must, Chicago, there's so many Polish people. You were fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was you okay have, in Chicago. OK, cool. So but you must have heard like <laughs> well, when you hit Hartford, there were, <laughs> you must no, have heard actually, a lot Hartford, of remixes. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you must have heard a bunch of pronunciations. Uh, uh, or people, where are you from? What is this? You know? Yeah, because when you first take a look at my name, it's like, all right, that's definitely 100% not American. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's definitely somewhere from not here. So, but yeah, no, I, I heard it all. But like I was telling you guys, the, the the W in the Polish alphabet tends to make a V sound. So, and the, and the J makes a Y sound. So when you see W-O-J, a lot of people, a lot of Americans just think Woj. Uh, but it's Voy. So when you when I phonetically spell something out, my name out to people, I just write V O Y. So it's it's Voy and and yeah. or Woj, either one. You know, 
We used yeah, to do I the, mean, even when you Google whole... you, there's like three different spellings for your name, which I'm like, yo, I respect Wojciech because he don't give nobody his government name. You know what I mean? <laughs> Keep I, everyone I guessing. Under, I fly under the radar. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I, I don't know him. I'm Wojciech, yeah. bro. I, look, right? as, as stand-up comedians, like we, we've hosted shows and we have to like – ask people for their name or or we'll be on a show and then somebody will like the host will butcher our name happens I mean, all the time I, i'm i'm just curious because i've heard a bunch of weird my name is not that weird but i've heard a bunch of you know, butcherings of my name what have you what's the weirdest version of your name that you heard oh, man so like <laughs> you guys say like woge right but like it's funny like i i like i'll remember like this like i remember this high grade school middle school high school i'm like sitting there teacher's going through roll call she's going her name she's doing her thing and then uh, she starts getting to the s the t's and i'm like all right here we go it's gonna happen and, uh, she starts, you know whatever she starts saying the names and all of a sudden there's a pause like in the, in, and i'm like yeah that's yeah, yeah. Goes, how do you say and then she would just go like watch check and i'm like you know what boy boy just call me boy so as soon as as soon as I, I heard the pause in the teacher's roll call, I knew it was like that's my time to be able to you know do and just tell when you exactly see her how, flip the page upside down. <laughs> like, no, or when no, her no. eyes start going like, oh my god, yeah. what is this? Yeah, then you She's know like, it was like, yeah, this me. in wingdings. What is? This? <laughs> <laughs> what font is this exactly? <laughs> Damn, yeah. is this all so, caps? I can't even tell what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, so I've I've heard it all. So either however someone pronounces it, I I just I just go along with it because it's just fun at this is comedy at this point but it's okay. it's, it's a tough it's a tough name to pronounce to be honest but void or woe just the easiest shortened way to say it all right it's perfect. good that you're comfortable with that <laughs> okay right but, so peter uh carcia he had asked uh he's a huge fan of you uh, Massive. uh and and obviously he's a big uh, hartford athletic fan uh he just said have him make the case for players doing karaoke with supporters once in oh your career. God. So uh, I don't know the is this a backstory. Have you done karaoke or have you not yeah, done karaoke? So I have to give I have to give props to the Hartford fans and the supporters because they were literally the like great, awesome. Like and there's a very big Polish population and a very big Polish community in Hartford itself. So I think like if you were to number it off, it would be like New York, Chicago, Hartford. Um, in terms of like the amount of Polish people in the city and, and they have a, a, a Polish national home that's been around there for, I think, I think like the hundred year anniversary was like maybe a year ago, two years ago. It might've even been when I was in Hartford. So, um, I was the only Polish athlete or the only Polish soccer player that played for Hartford Athletic last year in their, in the first year. So when they found out that, that, uh, that there was a Polish person, a Polish guy playing for the team, they just, they went crazy and, and, uh, they did a whole, we did a whole thing and there was a whole Polish night and we ended up like bringing in like, I think it was like three, 250, 300 plus Polish people. And they had their own section. They did the whole tailgate, <laughs> white, white and red flags. Yeah. They had the podcast. They made me come out and uh, they're very, very good people. There's After spirit the game, juice everywhere. Oh my God. Yeah. Literally everywhere. It's funny because <laughs> I didn't, at that Polish night, I didn't start. So I was, I was warming up on the side and we were playing against Louisville and I think we were down one nil and I was just, you know, doing my, open the gate, close the gate, you know, like warming up, like getting ready to go in and, and we were down one nil and, and just like, I would have like Polish people like coming up cause we're, the stands are very close to where we're warming up. So there's Polish, Polish guys just pacing back and forth, just like giving me the eye. They're like in Polish, they're like, 
you better make something happen when we come out there. When you come out there, otherwise we're never gonna come out to any of these games. And I'm no just, pressure, these guys are like chatting my ear off. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, I need to warm up. Like, you want me to go out there and do work or yeah, what? Yeah. Like, get out of there. Your door. ancestors like, are watching. Yeah, no, no, literally, that's yeah. how it felt. The pressure was just growing. Yeah. I felt heavier by the second. Yeah, he's but just gonna be like, bro, I'm from Chicago. I know what you're talking about. Damn, right? damn. Right, right. But no, so that that's how it ended up. The whole karaoke thing ended up happening is because we had the whole Polish night. We brought people out. It was a great time. Uh, and then after the, the Polish national home from Dillon Stadium was like less than a mile away. So everyone just from the stadium after the game went to the national home. And we just had like a big, big showing. We had people come out. We had food. We had drinks. We had everything. And then someone brought out a karaoke machine and they're like, you know, we're going to start doing this. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. And then they're like, oh, come sing, come sing. And I was like, nah. And I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. You know, after <laughs> did a you couple, do a Polish after, song or a pop? No, I, I didn't do a Polish song. I think I, I don't even remember what I did. I think I did some Justin Timberlake or something like that. Nice. I don't remember, but, Bring it sexy. But my go-to is crazy little thing called love. And then I did like a Justin Timberlake, but it was fun. Regardless. It was, it was super fun. It was, it was, it was great to, to have those, all those people there. And like I said, there's a big Polish community in, in Hartford, so it, every every game there was always there was always something going on, and, and they're very very good about supporting the the, the club and 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 me just because I think they'll they'll tell you about I I think I was a fan favorite, but it was it was fun. They they ended up actually having a a, a drink on the menu after my name, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's so dope. Okay, which is old fashioned. It was strong. I only needed like one or two, and I was like, you know. Yeah. So we are here with the Fort Madison striker, Big Man. Uh, I, I don't know why I love saying that, but it's uh, every time I watch you play, I'm just like, yo, this dude is a unit. Well, we also we remember when we first met him, and he stood up out of his chair, and we're like, why is he still going? Wojcik. <laughs> uh, so I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, now playing for Fort Madison, I, and uh, a lot of people uh, know. Ford Madison, if definitely for their online presence, but I, I think uh, a, a lot of people don't really pay, you know, I don't know how necessarily how many people are watching USL League One games outside of like the, the people in those particular markets and, the, and those right. uh, particular supporters, but playing for this team now, uh, uh, what, what do you feel is the uh, kind, of, kind of the footballing identity for Ford Madison. Right. For everyone who only knows you as potatoes and kids, <laughs> how, do, how do y'all play? And cheese curds since yes. we're in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Uh, we, I, I mean, we're the type of team that obviously likes to keep the ball, but I, I would say that we're also, uh, you know, a, a counterattacking team. Uh, we like to, we like to keep it when it's on. Um, and, and we like to play out of pressure, but you know, if we need to defend, we're very comfortable defending and, and then breaking fast on the transition to be able to, 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 to score on a counterattack. We have a lot of speed in terms of our wingers. Uh, we have a lot of very fast guys, uh, that are, that are good one V one able to beat guys in behind and, and whip good service across uh, the box, which is why, uh, it's great for me because yeah. a guy like me needs a lot of good service. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good though. It's, it, we have a lot of fun and we, we, may, we, in the beginning of the year, the first two games, we kind of struggled to like figure each other out, you know, but we're starting to get into a little bit of a role now and we're coming off of a, a win, uh, against, um, Georgia, uh, yes, right? Tormenta, Tormenta, Tormenta yeah. and then, uh, and then we just played last night in Omaha and, and drew. So, uh, it's, 
it's uh, like our coach says, it's not a marathon this year. It's more of a sprint because we only have the 16 games um, and it's, it's top two go to a final. So uh, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's, it's a quick turnaround because we did just play Saturday, Wednesday, and now we're playing Sunday again. Um, yeah. So and just to we cover, have, we're, 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 when this is airing, uh, you will have already played against uh, Orlando city B, but we are taping before that game. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so I assume yeah. I assume you got like six goals that game. You know, whatever. Yeah. Standard, <laughs> standard <laughs> boy check. To my future self, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not bad. Right? Double hat trick. That's pretty good. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. But I yeah, like no, how you it. took it easy on him. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, obviously with the whole uh, pandemic and the corona thing, it's been uh, – we had to take – bit of a hiatus and, and we are away from each other for a while but uh you know we're back at it and, and we got into a rhythm and we've picked up some points in the last couple of games and, and we hopefully are looking to pick up a couple of points in the in the next couple as well two home games and hopefully we can climb the table and, and uh, secure our spot in, in the final game coming up in oh my god it's gonna be what two months now it's moving pretty fast yeah, so yeah. it's pretty fast august so you you guys uh i want to talk a little bit because we had mentioned this uh, a couple of weeks ago but uh, uh your uh, Team's rivalry with, with with the Richmond Kickers, the Henny right? Derby, Henny Henny. Derby, yeah, the Henny Derby. <laughs> so this is a, a, a fun, a, a new Derby, a different kind of Derby. You know what I mean? Uh, this and, ain't your and, dad's Derby. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, unfortunately, you guys lost one uh, nil. Um, but what is the, is the uh, look? I, the Ford Madison, a, a very new team. Um, but for the players themselves, how much do they know about this Henny Derby and 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 uh, and how do they approach it? I did not know the significance of the of that game in terms of the Henny Derby until one of the one of the flock DM me. They're like, "You ready for this Henny Derby?" I'm like, "Oh my god, it's pretty serious!" And they're like, "Send me the picture of the actual like Hennessy, like yeah. they all with the supporters." And I'm like, "All right, this is this is cool." I did not, and it was like it was detailed in chrome and and like gold, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's pretty dazzled." Yeah, yeah, it was bedazzled exactly. Yeah, I, I had no idea about about the Henny Derby until some until one of the supporters DM me so it was it's cool that you know every everyone likes to watch games and, and support their team and and uh to be able to have like a thing like you know as cool as that henny derby you know it's obviously back in richmond now but we'll get him next time we'll play, right. we'll play one more time so we got to get we'll, a spirit we'll derby. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah we're gonna need emts for the fans though if you do that <laughs> it's, it's gonna be, be the, that, that dog is gonna great. have uh, Wojciech's just angry family watching him just <laughs> <laughs> judging every <Yeah>. touch <laughs> all right thank you so much Wojciech Wojciech for joining us uh Ford Madison striker uh make sure uh, watch Ford Madison game you can watch them on ESPN plus all USL League One games are there uh honored Thank you for joining us, man. We really this appreciate is it. If, is there anything you want to let people know about uh, before we wrap up here? Uh, no, just thank you guys for having me. I know you guys since what well, was that last year that we that we met each other, and now we're doing it social distance style. So yeah. it's great yeah. to see you guys again, and it's great to see watch you guys grow as well. So thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to follow on the social, it's Woj underscore Woj for Insta. Your boy is new to the TikTok game as well. Just give me some time on that because I'm still trying to figure that out. But, uh, but yeah. other than that, no. I mean, it's uh, thank the, you for having me. The bar of, of soccer players on TikTok, Alfonso Davies said are very high, and, yeah. and Robert yeah. Lewandowski. So yeah, 
Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Uh, anyway. Yo, who do you guys got for the final, though? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, I'm Bayern. I'm, I'm I think Bayern. PSG is going to win it. Okay. Oh, Look, I like crazy. Bayern. I have to go Bayern. All right. Sure. All right, everybody. Make sure uh, uh, follow uh, Woj on social media. Follow at Soccer Cooligans uh, and follow uh, at Fubo Sports on all social media channels. And make sure to subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of the yeah. program. Hit that all button, right. yo. All right. So, with that said, uh, so for Wojciech Wojciech, my name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!